0: Welcome to the RPG Podcast.
1: And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented
0: by Shape, a time wheel production.
1: Thank you, and welcome to another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I'm here with Mike Tice. Yeah. Woo. Woo! I'm excited. Thanks for coming on. I, uh, you're, you live here locally now
0: here in, in Woodland park. I do. And, uh, you came here to shoot photography. Yeah. I, uh, I saw an article on, on sheath, I think it was in, uh, one of the local magazines or papers. And it really was interesting to me. I thought, wow, this is a really kick ass company, man. Like, wow, I gotta go meet this guy.
1: Oh yeah. 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 I remember. Yeah. Yeah, so then you started doing some photography for us, and that came out really good. Yeah, so we're doing some like wildlife photography shit, but with our models. Yeah. Sunset, sunrise, yeah. epic shots. Absolutely.
0: Um, I mean, but like, how did you get started with this then? Yeah, it's quite a story actually. Uh, twenty fourteen. Uh, so I haven't been taking photos that long, right? Mm-hmm. So twenty fourteen. Uh, Seven years. Yeah, I work for this company, and I ended up being. Uh, named to the President's Club, which was one of the top five salespeople in the world for the company uh, at the time. And then so as a reward, we got to go take a trip to South Africa. Ooh. So we went on this 10 day safari wildlife safari. And, and uh, it, it, you know, it occurred to me I'm like, holy crap, I don't have anything other than an iPhone. I didn't own a camera at the time. Had you left yet? No. So and real
1: quick, what were you selling? Yeah, so
0: I was selling software. okay yeah and you were in the president's club you were really good at that i was yeah in the president's club so it was interesting because on the way back i realized i didn't have a camera so when i got back to iowa where we lived at the time uh, i was like "Shit, i'm gonna have to go to like best buy right i'm just gonna go to best buy and say yo i got like 800 bucks you know what can i get for that Mm -hmm. you know i had no idea what i was doing and I told the dude where I was going, and, and uh, he says, Well, here's, a, here's the Nikon camera you should try, and, you know, it's going to fit your budget. And a couple lenses, came home, uh, kind of shot in the backyard, just trying to get to know the camera. And uh, about two weeks later, we were off to South Africa.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of buttons on the cameras, <laughs> and, and those especially the Nikons and Canons yeah. for, for, like real photography yeah if you don't know the isos and whatnot yeah. so
0: you were playing around with all that I'm messing around with all that trying to figure all that stuff out yeah and I got there so we get to South Africa and uh, one of the first photos I took was of an elephant it was like day one of the Safari and uh, there's this elephant coming out of our Jeep you're in a Jeep we're in a Jeep yeah Yeah, it was like no cap, open sight, open sighted. Yeah, there was like six of us in this thing. And it was just so cool. I took a photo of that. And I was like, you know, popped up on the back of the screen. I'm like, wow, do you so you
1: probably got there the night before or whatever, and you're staying in a compound and then and then they open the
0: gate and you go off into the wild. Exactly. Yeah. 7am the next morning we were on it. We were on a safari and you saw an elephant right away. How close were you? Uh, I would say uh, 75 yards, maybe. Right. Did you, get a, you, so you got a picture. I had an amazing a picture of oh, that. Man. Oh, of because that it was, yeah. was 7 a.m. or whatever. Right. Sunrise. Sunrise. Beautiful. And then it just kind of progressed from there. I mean, in that safari, I ended up, uh, over the 10 days, I took probably 4,000 photos. Yeah. And it was, take a lot of photos well yeah i'm thinking to this, get good
1: shots i heard you got to take a lot of photos but also you were probably just enthusiastic about being there well yeah so it was just cool shit. yeah
0: i just couldn't stop taking photos hell yeah and so it's kind of weird because you know you're in the bush right i mean you're at this you're in the bush there's no such thing as high-speed internet so When we would get back, I'd upload photos to my computer, but I could only post like on Facebook or something, only one photo like per hour, Mm -hmm. right? It was just that slow. And a a friend of mine back in Iowa, his name's Jamie Stevens. Shout out to Jamie, because Jamie. Jamie says to me on Facebook, he's like, dude, those are like Nat Geo quality images. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I just got this camera like the week before. It's like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what I'm doing yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, anyway, I, I'm thinking, well, they're kind of cool, but not you. I think of the Yellow Magazine. Of course. Amazing photos, right? Lions and jungles. And sh- right shit like yeah so um anyway so i got we got back to the state side um i just started taking more and more photos and trying to improve my craft and then i took-
1: were you with your wife when you went yeah did she think they were the you know when yeah. The yeah. geo level well or, she you know she didn't know
0: but well she he,
1: says that i'm sure you mentioned that to her or
0: whatever yeah. and, she, and she and she's like nah, or, <laughs> or maybe uh, well i mean she I, i'm like did you hear what Jamie said? He said, these are like Nat Geo picture, quality pictures. And she's like, well, whatever. Kind of like, what? What difference does it make? I don't You, care. Sell, you sell software. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I started taking classes, well, uh, photography classes, when I got back. And I just started studying and studying. And, cool. then, and then I got on Nat Geo's website you know, wow. just to see what this is all about, what he's talking about. And they had this section called Your Shot. And it was really a, it's really dedicated for photographers. You could like submit up to ten photos at the time. they don't have it anymore on their website, but you could submit up to ten photos per day.
1: Wow, they were probably getting too many photos, so they stopped doing it. yeah, but yeah. you got in early uh,
0: yeah, I got in there, so I mean there's photographers from all over the world at various you know levels, even just stopped, amateurs, okay. and I you know I really didn't even know what I was doing just yet. I started kind of. How long was this? This was 20, this was 2015. So like a year. In. Yeah. Yeah. A year into it. And I just became obsessed with this idea of Nat Geo. I'm like, oh my God, wouldn't that be something if I could get my name in Nat wow. Geo, you know? Yeah. So, um, 2016, March of 2016, we came here, uh, Colorado Springs, never been. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I just was so excited never been to Colorado. Right. And I started taking photos. I mean, we, we got here, I think it was like on a Friday and we're going to stay through the weekend. And we stayed at on garden of the gods at a hotel, Mm -hmm. just like most tourists do. Right. Right, Of course. (laughs) And, um, it was, we go to bed that night. So was my wife and two of the three of my kids, And I could not sleep. I was so excited about taking photos at Garden of the Gods and Pikes Peak. And I just became, you know, just like I couldn't sleep. I got so amped. So literally, it's 3.30 in the morning. I'm tossing and turning. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get up. And I'm going to go just take photos. I don't even know what of. I'm not familiar with this place at all. I'm just like, screw it. So I like literally fell over my freaking family members tumbling and you know trying to get to the door and get my gear and i get out and i go to the front desk and i'm like yo where's this place called pike's peak and the lady's like dude it's three thirty in the morning uh, you know she didn't tell me it's closed she goes well I'll just go down highway 25 and go down 24 west and you're gonna see it yeah right i'm like okay cool so i get there and of course it's closed so then i turn around I'm coming back to the hotel cause I'm kind of like giving up, but you know how there's the, the, the highway 24 is divided, right? Mm-hmm. There's certain places where you can turn around. Yeah. Right. So I pull off in one of those turnaround places, set my camera up and I'm looking at this, like this ridge line, and it's backlit by this, by the lights of Colorado Springs and there's some clouds over it. I set my tripod up and I'm like, that's kind of cool. That, that just looks like a cool image. So I just take a long exposure, 32nd exposure and look at the back of the camera. I'm like, huh, that's all right. So then we got back to the hotel, have breakfast, whatever. And we go about and do our tours thing, right? Go to the garden, of the gods go everywhere. And uh, probably a week later. Or so we get back and I start to upload photos to, I started to groom photos off the camera, right? I'm looking at the back of the camera, just delete. Uh, that one's pretty good. I'll keep it. Delete this one. I come across that photo and I'm like, I hit delete, and then every time before you ever delete a, an image off a camera, it asks you, "Are you sure, Are you, sure you want to do this?" Yeah. Right? And so I hit delete. I'm like, eh, "It's okay." So I kept. So I kept it. So about a week after that, I uploaded to Nat Geo, and it started getting a lot of likes. Right uh, on on the form. Wow. And that was that. And I go to bed. And the next morning, I wake up, turn my phone on, and I'm getting these text messages from just random people and private messages saying, "Dude, congratulations! Your photo was selected, man. It was it was published." I'm like, "What?" I could not get to my camera or my computer fast enough to log on, right, to check this out. Sure enough, Uh, and I titled the photo 418 because that's the time. Of the morning that I took it, wow! It was four eighteen a.m., and I got published.
1: And that was the one of Colorado Springs in yeah. the city yeah. lights, yeah. and it was so it, yeah.
0: wow. Yeah,
1: crazy. Yeah, I almost deleted the image because I didn't think it was that great. But and you were having this like calling. It sounds like it was, yeah. like, you know, keeping you up at night yeah. and, and obsessed. You were obsessed completely. Yeah, and I tell people it, when it comes to success. That you have to be obsessed if you want to be successful. It's absolutely true. And because I'm obsessed with underwear, you're obsessed with photography, Mm -hmm. and you know, like fighters. If you're gonna fight, you probably don't want to half-ass it and shit, (laughs) right?
0: Like, there needs to be every single thing you think. I mean, you think about like morning, noon, and night, nonstop. Yeah, you you just think of composition and lighting, and you just constantly. You know, I used to hunt a lot and it, there's a very I think there's a very close connection between hunting and photography because you're always on the hunt nice right and for you're that always good shot yeah you're always looking for that next good shot right yeah. you just don't stop that hunt and, um, and I think what if you don't have your you stay hungry your camera uh, I, you use I your phone I don't not have oh, okay. my camera yeah, yeah I mean rarely do I mm-hmm. not have my camera mm-hmm. as you know it's usually with me but yeah, I use my camera. all once in a while, you're on your phone. Yeah, once in a while.
1: So when you do Instagram, you don't you're not, you're uploading them from your your
0: yeah 90 percent of the time it's coming out of my camera. Yeah,
1: right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do some a few videos here and there with my phone, but I not. Do you do video?
1: Much? Some,
0: not that much.
1: You need to do some more video. I had a we had some cool events with this model here at a photo shoot, and sometimes you want behind the scenes. Photography, I am so professional. I shut light off. Oh my god, it's my <laughs> brother. Um, now he's calling me back after we wanted some uh, technical issues right. fixed, but all good. Um, shit, where was I? What?
0: Yeah, so we're just talking about you know cameras and video and behind the scenes. oh yeah video, but
1: so yeah behind the scenes. I had this kid I wanted to ha- have it come up. Cause we met him in fort collins at a at a runway show and mm. but he's like i got covid mm. <laughs> and if i would known you did video i would have maybe called you uh,
0: yeah I, I mean when i say i do video it's like cell phone video only you know i okay. don't do it with my i don't do it you don't like, get the gimbal no, and following mm, people
1: and you're not no, into that mm, you just stick your one stick no. to i stay the in, one
0: thing i stay in my lane <laughs> yeah stay in
1: your lane that's what i think about people when i would think of me when i'm doing a podcast Mm -hmm. it's like stay in your lane and sell underwear weirdo but (laughs) i get to do what i want to do and i want to do this because it's good to have a good conversation you get to know people better i really like the locking in with the the headphones and the microphone Mm -hmm. and no distractions (laughs) (laughs) because it's you know it's just like practicing talking and a lot and we're so distracted all the time and i know this is a cliche conversation in a podcast but that's what's so cool about podcasts is yeah. the the like a genuine conversation mm-hmm. with no all these electronics as we're using all these electronics yeah.
0: but I mean do you listen to them or um, yeah so yeah I, I do like uh, uh, yeah I listen to, to various podcasts listen to yours okay uh, I listen to Rogan yeah I think Rogan's interesting he has some just some cool guests on there yeah you know anywhere from Elon Musk to mma fighters and it's just interesting to hear people's perspective on the world you know
1: yeah i like to just i sometimes i just put it on and listen and i I always used i used to listen with my my dad to talk radio in, Ah. in the morning and whatnot and so i was always just into it so because i'm so into listening i thought i might do it and then i get to have these cool conversations like i said yeah and you know it comes down like, this particular one is about success, yeah. you know, and the principles of mm-hmm. success. And you were a salesman. Yeah. How did you, did they,
0: like, teach you rules of success in that oh, kind of yeah. field? Oh, yeah, constantly. I mean, we were always having training seminars and, you know, strategic sales seminars and, and all that kind of stuff. Still, still today. I mean, I'm still... You know, sales evolves and sales techniques evolve, and you know we're getting better and smarter and more strategic, right? So, still, yeah.
1: Anything like because I, my Bible is Think and Grow Rich.
0: Oh yeah. And did you read that? By Rich DeVos. Okay. Is, I think is that well, who? it's uh, Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rich DeVos. Yeah. So Rich DeVos was the president of Amway, I think, like long, long time ago they but might have done office. a collaborative yep.
1: thing and i know he did that with uh, w clement stone which was the president of some other uh, american insurance company and mm. sell i mean sales is you know you got to have this belief in yourself and have these goals mm. and you know maybe visualize i remember i went door to door selling nevada there were these trips to las vegas mm-hmm. there were these little uh, yeah. packages you could go and you <laughs> stay at the stratosphere and you get you know, free buffets and like the the coupons to, for this and that. And it was, it was hard enough selling that thing, you know, because, but. But you learned a lot, didn't you? I learned a lot, but you know, and I I think I sold one or two Mm -hmm. humiliating. But what ultimately what happened though, is I ended up going to Vegas to use it to try the coupon book and it was worthless. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I,
0: I couldn't sell it anymore at that point. Yeah. You gotta believe in it. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But you learn a lot. I mean, there's just a lot. That's the grind, right? That's Mm -hmm. how you learn about rejection and and how how to overcome it and keep moving. Yeah, like
1: the persistence. I think it's a it's a numbers game. Yeah. Is that how you... Do, well, how did you become so... I could get on the president's
0: club. Uh, yeah, so I just worked hard. I mean, we... I had a really good territory and, and uh, I had good customers and they were loyal and and uh, we just kept grinding and grinding and next thing you know, you know, it happens. Yeah, so because like, I guess with sales and
1: I'm thinking in my, my experience, aside from selling those Vegas trips, what is like the office and they mm. sell paper Mm -hmm. and once you have
0: your clients you they as long as they keep coming back you're good to go it it becomes customer service yeah at that point right yeah you can just maintain customers be cool as as you know right now right? i mean you're going through that with your company so that's about customer service so huge yeah
1: retention yeah we do we try to do everything we can to go above and beyond for our customers yeah I, you know, a funny story happened recently when a customer from Nor- uh, Norway, I, he asked us to send him some ketchup. 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 Uh, Sir Kensington ketchup. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I had someone I was in New York, mate, and I, and I miss it. I can't get it anywhere. Will you please send me some? And I'm like, my customer service team brought that to my attention. <laughs> I was like, this is a great opportunity to make a remarkable story, yeah. you know, and so I was like, "All right, I fucking bought the." I went to the store, bought <laughs> Mr. Kendison ketchup, put it in the mail. It was like fifty bucks to send it no to way. him. And but and he, you're gonna you're
0: gonna retain that customer for like exactly. he, he'll never forget that, right? Right.
1: And I it, well, and I get a lot of these ideas from books, mm. from stories, from other entrepreneurs. Have you heard of Gary V? Oh yeah, Gary V. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, the Daily V, he used to do that. Just having someone following him around with a camera all yeah. every day, you know. And, I,
0: and I love that guy because he's yeah. all about the grind, right? Yes. He's not afraid to go to Work. garage sales and buy, you know, like just car baseball cards and flip them. And yeah. I mean, he's he's still just all about the grind. I love I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah. I love that too. And I learned a lot from him. And that's one of the things that I learned was, uh, well, one thing he taught me was just to not be scared of the camera. He said, it's like, don't create document, you know, just show where you're coming from. Show, mm-hmm. uh, the journey. Just be real, man. Be real. Yeah. Don't try to be something you're not. Right. right? Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you in part by Element Kombucha. It's a new sponsor. We're very excited. They sent me a care package and I drank them all. I can't even show you. I could show you this empty bottle right here, but uh it's uh, Element Kombucha. They have CBD uh, um, infusions, THC free, really tasty blends. You know, kombucha is good for the gut bio so if you have been taking antibiotics it's always good to take some probiotics and element kombucha is sponsoring this show they're supporting us so we're asking you to support them they actually have really good prices it's like 10 15 bucks for a six or eight pack on their different options they have variety packs or you can just get the summer vibes blend whatever you want it's at elementkombucha.com. Promo code RPG11 will save you 11% on your purchase and they'll know that we sent you and we would appreciate the support. Last but not least, SheathUnderwear.com, the greatest underwear on the planet, the underwear of legends, the underwear that keeps your balls from sticking to your legs. That's right. This is the best underwear because it keeps your boys cool. Check out She's com. Back to the show. You know, he also, he wrote a lot of books. And one of the stories he talks about is scanning through Twitter followers, his Twitter followers. And he found one of them. He then went to that guy's page, noticed mm-hmm. that he's always talking about Brett Favre or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's not who it was. But mm-hmm. for instance, it was Brett Favre and he loves Brett Favre. Yeah. And can't stop talking about Brett Favre and so uh Gary gets a jersey a Brett Favre jersey gets Brett Favre to sign it sends it to this dude mm-hmm. and just kind of like out of the blue to make a a statement that we'll just do shit like this I think mm-hmm. actually he it was a customer of his too because he was mm-hmm. selling wine mm-hmm. and so they found the customer found his social media did all that blah 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 And then, you know, he talks about how that guy told his friend, like, can you believe they got me Mm -hmm. this jersey? And then Mm -hmm. one of his friends buys like a huge amount of wine and says, by the way, I really love Bruce Springsteen (laughs) to like get Bruce Springsteen tickets or whatever. (laughs) Nice. But uh, that's, you know, so like I did that thing, but I learned it from him, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I learned a lot from him, but he's also, he got me for 15 Gs. He knows what he did. all right, <laughs> AJ, his brother's AJ Vaynerchuk. He called me one day because I was talking shit online because they got me for 15 Gs because I went to this pre sp award party in LA. They're like, we're helping small businesses. We're going to get you in front of all these big sports athletes and blah, blah, blah. Just give us 15 grand and you're going to be a VIP sponsor at this event. Yeah. I get there. 20 VIP sponsors and were lined up across the wall and it's this dude he's trying to do socks and what you know like we're all like at a very low level it would mm-hmm. be like you mm-hmm. when you first started like he's gonna help me get my photography out there but you got you spent your last 15 grand anyways I spent my last 15 grand there was no ROI and uh, but we had a fun time that's awesome we did have a fun time <laughs> did you Like, what are you doing to promote further your photography?
0: Yeah, so, um, I I, so for back up just a little bit, I when we lived in Iowa, I started this like a little senior business, shooting seniors, right? Okay, and I had uh, we lived in a kind of a small town, well, lived in Des Moines, but kind of a suburb, and you know, my kids went through the school district, and of course, we knew everybody. And I started to get, you know, kind of a little bit of a following there, and I started to take quite a few senior photos uh, for kids, and uh, that kind of grew into a small, a nice little de- uh, business for me. And uh, then, nice, then I did a couple calendars. Uh, so I did a fitness calendar for my sister and some of her workout friends. And then I did a, uh, believe it or not, a, so in Iowa, we have a lot of corn, right? Yeah. So there's crop dusters everywhere, right? So uh, to me, I always thought that was fascinating, oh, to, see it, fascinating. to see That is kind of fascinating. People
1: it. think they're getting chemicals sprayed on them from aliens or R- something. Right. Like, yeah. No,
0: it's fungicide. And so people would, you know, this crop duster would come down and he would swoop over power lines and come down and, and spray the crops and then go back up. And I'm thinking, God, that takes a lot of nerve. You know, that, I gotta I got to meet this dude. Nice. And I'm like that takes a lot of balls.
1: That sounds cool as hell.
0: So I did. I, I I really like did some research and tracked down what airport that guy was flying out of. And I met him one day. And I said, "Yo, I said I'm a photographer, and I said I would love to shoot you sometime." He's like, "Oh yeah, if you want to meet me, uh, you know, give me the coordinates of a field that he was going to shoot like the spray the next morning." Nice. So I went out there before he before he got there, and of course I saw him coming right. And here he comes and swoops down, and I got on top physically, he stood on top of my car, and I and I just shot him as he sprayed this field. And there was a, I got I don't know seven, eight hundred photos of this dude. Whoa! And so then I went back. So to, it was sunrise again, right? It, yeah, it was like sunrise. And you knew the right angle to have. Oh yeah. You were like ready. Totally. Okay. So then I actually called him while he was flying on his cell phone. He gave me his cell number. And I'm like, hey, can you just make one more pass, like right at me, you know? And he's like, yeah. And so I'm like, this dude's flying a probably a million dollar crop duster, uh, super powerful. And he's talking to me on his cell phone. And it just seemed weird to me that he's doing that. So <laughs> he does. He's driving while he's, I mean, flying and, while he's talking uh, to you. That's yeah, and he's dodging power lines and shit, talking to me on his cell phone. Anyway, he makes another pass right at me. And some really cool photos came out of that
1: I want to get like we want to splice in some of these photos if I can either get them or yeah if they're on your Instagram we can just pull them up totally got them yeah like the one you were talking about earlier that got into Nat Geo yeah Nat Geo just like for whenever we're talking we'll splice it in yeah yeah. that'll be cool
0: and and then um so I met that guy right and he goes hey I'm just gonna build a calendar for my customers, out of these photos, so wow. he took them to uh, uh, some place that does the calendars for him, and he started. He got he ordered like a thousand of them. How fun! Yeah, and he passed them out to his customers. I'd did, love he, to see those. I can't wait to yeah. see those because. He did it
1: every year. I can visualize it in my mind, but it looks pretty uh, uh, like epic.
0: Well, it's really cool because you could see like the, the and he got really low, you know, just above the corn, and he was coming right at me. And you can see the heat waves of the engine, and then the spray of the fungicide. Yeah. Oh, it's just really cool.
1: Wow, it was backlit. I never, I've never even heard of fungicide. I yeah. guess that's so they don't get slimy. Yeah, fungicides what they use. I thought it was pesticide. Uh, no, it's called fungicide DDT.
0: No, I don't use that. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, I guess. So <laughs>
1: good that we've evolved from, yeah, poisoning citizens unknowingly. Probably, yeah. we're all yeah. trying to do the best we can, right? Um. So you moved to here though. Yeah, so yeah, back to that I guess.
0: Um, because you were there, yeah why would you leave? you had I mean R- right so we had we still had a kid in high school
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, we said, you know kind of like over the course of the next year, if the opportunities ever line um, after he graduates, let's move. And we both agreed. I mean, we both had jobs that would allow us to to move to Colorado
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I had a territory that covered Colorado. So they didn't care where Perfect. I lived, right? My oh. wife works, you know, she works for Wells Fargo, so remote. And so the stars aligned. And a week after he graduated, literally the week after he graduated, we were packing the house and we moved to Colorado. Did you come to Woodland Park or no. Colorado Springs? No, went to uh, Falcon, oh, Falcon. Right. Or, yeah. Hating. north yeah yeah colorado north, springs yeah, basically yeah. that not turned out to be not our jam you know we were there a year and we started looking for houses around and came to woodland park a couple times loved it couldn't find a house you know what the housing market is like here it's crazy yeah right yeah. so we finally found one and we're like boom that's it right love yeah. it love it yeah
1: this place is pretty sick it's it's magical mm-hmm. I, I love it i i love it we don't leave too often to get, go out of.
0: Why uh, would you? There's yeah. there's Pikes Peak right there.
1: <laughs> Finally clearing up. Yeah. The weather was a little bit gloomy. Yeah. What's uh, what have what have, like what was your last project or, um,
0: well, future project? Yeah. So uh, there's going to be some projects coming up. We're gonna. Um, I, I'm still trying to. I'm trying to start my senior business backup. I've shot uh, a couple of seniors here. But I'd like to see that business grow. Um, so I think there's a market for it here. And
1: what's your idea behind that?
0: Well, just um, again, just to progress in photography. Well, how do you and,
1: shoot and, them special?
0: Like, yeah, well, yeah. No, portrait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like we do your models, right? right. I mean, okay. N- now that I'm in a different environment, you know, shooting in Iowa, right? Yeah. Now we're in the Rockies. Yeah. Uh, this is way cool. This is next level, mm-hmm. right? So
1: I. Okay, so you got that. And, you know, we got Robert Oberst coming here pretty soon. Watching yeah. people, strongest man in the world. He's coming to do a strongman contest. I want you to come up there with us. Yeah. And But it's like, so I don't think they'll be doing it at sunrise. Maybe sunset. There you go. But uh, that could be some epic, epic shots. I love when they're like... He's coming here? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, at the end of August. It was going to be early yeah. o- August, but we had a uh, shift. Because there's a competition in... Okay. up there so actually while he's here though you know we could just do our own shot like cause i want to get a shot of him like he's uh like what's that thing bear bigfoot or whatever <laughs> oh, yeah
0: because he's do you know who he is yeah okay I, I, I saw him on insta
1: yeah so he's a giant and that and just getting some cool like wild man yeah animalistic I can wilderness just,
0: i can just like i already got the pose maybe like on a boulder huge boulder on top of oh, a boulder doing something dude we've, he's got some big dumbbells or something yeah
1: right? there's a sick trail right here we should but you gotta hike about eh, probably like three miles as long as he's carrying the weights <laughs> eh, 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 eh. i don't even think he needs to oh carry anything but yeah. you just pick up a rock <laughs> Um, i'm down yeah you want to talk about cars oh that's right yeah i remember like a couple of thank you for running
0: <laughs> i uh this is all your fault my obsession with teslas is yeah because i took
1: I, I went and picked you and your son up and we went for yeah, a ride
0: yeah. my life, was that cool my life has changed oh uh, yeah i mean so i bought the model 3 performance right oh nice yeah that's so, what we got i think um, i know we got the long range
1: but, yeah you, oh, the so long you can range. go
0: faster i can go faster oh wow yeah uh it's insane <laughs> i mean like i cannot get enough of it i mean just the acceleration and and uh, oh, the attack in it i love it yeah it's
1: fun i there's in the windy roads mm. you can really hug hug the curves
0: yeah i went uh right north here on 67 mm-hmm. the other day at probably speeds a little higher than normal <laughs> and it was fun that car is just like on rails
1: yeah, there's like a little turnoff if you're going off 67. And it's just like it's about a half a mile, quarter mile windy road, mm-hmm. and I'll, every now and then I, I'll just take it as fast as I can because mm-hmm. there's like nothing on there. But we were I was driving into town to Colorado Springs the other morning, and just doing my thing, no big deal. And I see this deer mm-hmm. dart like mm-hmm. it was being chased by a, a jaguar, and <laughs> uh. It got blown to smith like really? pieces. Like two cars ahead of me. Oh. I see it just and like wow. green green mist. It was like I was talking to my friend on the phone and I was like, No. Yeah. Oh my god. It would like seared yeah. in my brain. It would look like like I'll n i will would never forget Because like, it felt like the skeleton got like the skin flew off. And the skeleton was like flying Uh, at me, but it wasn't. It was. It ultimately ended up being the fender, and because I had the Tesla, it recorded it. Oh, and I showed everyone else afterwards, and it it wasn't quite as clear on the Tesla as it is in my brain because I just Mm. happened to look right at it Mm -hmm. at that instant. It was like it slowed down, like time slowed down when I, and then you know uh, there was two cars in front of uh, it. Well, one more car in front of me, and the car that got hit. Like pulls over and us to the other us two whatever we just were like we gotta go dude, I got Uh, I I got an appointment to be at sorry that's nasty yeah
0: that happens a lot in
1: the yeah yeah there's a lot of deer here yeah. What do you think about that
0: it's insane like i almost hit two little fawns just right up the street here uh this morning i mean they're just hopping all over they don't know you know what is it spring it's
1: fall i guess this is their spring yeah well
0: they're usually born in june july time frame right so they're still spots and they're little i mean they're like little puppies dude
1: i get i went out in my yard the other week and saw a uh a little baby deer fawn Mm like curled up, no other,
0: no mama, mm-hmm. no other big mm-hmm. deer around. Mm-hmm. What do you do in that scenario? Yeah, I mean, um, nothing. I mean, there's nothing that you really can do. Uh, they tell you they tell you to not, like if you see a fawn by itself, you're not supposed to interact with it. You're not supposed to like feed it or anything like that. Yeah, right?
1: pick it up and bring it inside and give it a bottle.
0: <laughs> you should not do that.
1: Well, so what I found out, I guess, also <clears throat> was that, yeah, you got to just leave it there because the mom mm. just left it there safely um, she's going to come back because it was gone later I, i'm assuming the mom came and got it again
0: so yeah i mean they will they'll they'll reconnect yeah um so we had a kind of a crazy deal last week across the street from our house we had um it was probably four in the morning uh, little fawn got ate by a bear oh uh, yeah that's horrible so yeah my neighbor's backyard uh, across the street Yeah, it's that's bad Wow. Yeah. Well,
1: because we have bears coming here and tipping over my trash can when I don't lock it down sure. with this trap ratchet. Yeah, don't, ratchet. don't
0: just scatter your trash everywhere.
1: Yeah. It's happened a good, at least four times since I've been here. And, and in the middle of the night, you're like, okay, well, I'm not getting up now. I'm yeah. going to let them pick through it until I... Yeah. So
0: 18. the cop, the cops actually came and, uh, there was two cops and I think a CPW guy and one guy had a shotgun and the other guy had an AR and they kind of like separated the bear from the deer. I mean, it was too late, but, um, uh, uh, just to get him off the, just get him out of the neighborhood.
1: Wow. Right. Cause he was just still munching on it. Yeah. Oh, snacking it up. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah. Carol Baskins, <laughs> <killed her> husband <laughs> whacked him. Fed him to the tigers, they snacking. Did <laughs> yeah. you see that movie? That yeah. The Carol Baskins yeah. and the Tiger King. Crazy bitch. That, <laughs> she's still out there. Yeah. I know you're out there, lady. Saving okay. Tigers. Is it Tigers? Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a perfect documentary for like right when COVID hit. Yeah. What did you do? Like were you were you working from home and
0: Yeah, so we were we got you know really banned from travel right my company yeah. just kind of shut just locked down everybody from travel because of it so we just worked out of the house we I, I barely left the house in a year other than to go take photos isn't
1: um, that nice uh, or no
0: <laughs> well
1: if everyone's dying on the outside, but we're like at home, just like, yeah, eat.
0: I <laughs> you know, I, I put on some of that COVID weight. I had to go on the keto diet and get that weight off me. But, um, but my wife had the same scenario. So we both worked for the first time in our 32 years of marriage, worked out of the house together, which, mm-hmm. was, which was weird. Right. Cause like, I'm in one bedroom and she's the other, and we both worked out of the house for the last year, which was strange.
1: I do that here now with my yeah. wife, and it's cool because she doesn't like have to leave and deal with all the stress of mm-hmm. traffic mm-hmm. and other workers. She just has to deal with me.
0: <laughs> which, uh, which is worse, maybe. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably for in her... Like, I think I'm gonna go drive an Uber.
0: Right. So now I'm back to traveling, and I've been traveling for four weeks straight. So it's been kind of nice. Honest, okay. Honestly, I was in yeah. Vegas all last week, and yeah.
1: Vegas, baby. Vegas. What'd you do there? Conference. At, yeah, at a conference. Yeah, yeah. What do you What yeah. do you do in a conference? It was
0: crazy. Um, Vegas is back. I mean, the casinos were packed. The freaking strip was nuts. You see all that craziness that always goes on in Vegas, like. Two dudes in a in a, one of those electric scooters that you see at Walmart. There's two dudes in one. Not supposed to be two, but there are uh, two. And this this one dude had a doobie about that long and about that big around. And they had like um, a, a boom box in, the, in that little basket up front, you know, just jamming. They were just weaving all over the strip, kind of running, almost running over people. And they were just.
1: There's no police? Just blitzed. No. So, and uh, yeah, things are getting trippy. Things are, get, we're, we're doing very well. And i uh, would thank- Thanks in part to some of your fantastic mm. photography. Thank you. Yeah, that's we're gonna keep doing that because that's like when you hit, the, you know, we were doing photography in our backyard mm-hmm. with like a hanging mm-hmm. bedsheet, mm-hmm. you know, when we first started. Right. And now we're on the mountains here with Pikes Peak yeah. in the background with the Love National it. Geographic photographer Mike Tice <laughs> doing it, and and you know, you're just like the local dude here that can do it so it mm. just works out perfectly
0: it just works out yeah
1: I, and i love it it's fun it is fun it is we do our little shots afterwards takes up tequila shots
0: yeah it takes uh, that's kind of like our protocol i mean that's what we got to do right yeah
1: successful that's, shoot requires a, a celebration a celebratory <laughs> shot and you know um that one with with malice it was didn't go as well as It could have because they get tired oh yeah yeah i don't know what's so like hard about modeling but i i guess
0: you're like you're flexing and it's cold and you can't eat right yeah i feel bad really for patrick you know i mean what month was that like february or march that dude was cold Uh, i felt so bad for him
1: yeah he got he got what he wanted that's what he wanted he asked for this these some of these people wanted you know and he's coming back isn't he yeah coming nice. back next year same time we're gonna put him through the ringer again i don't know i don't know if he's coming back we haven't scheduled anything it's yeah. a constant rotation yeah. we're gonna be doing <clears throat> brandon marino in vegas he has his own photographer but mm. we're gonna fly in and i don't know he's a champion of the world in in, mm. in a, a bad uh flyweight mm. so 125 125 mm. pound ufc champion of the world, and that's exciting so we'll all be in Vegas and no masks no it's all wild wild west it was
0: the wild wild west I mean it was nuts I mean it was the crowds are huge did
1: you gamble or no see a show
0: nothing you know so it's just like 14 hour days you know at the end of the day you're around crowds and you kind of like don't want to be around people anymore you're just like done Mm -hmm. so I just like go back to my hotel room a little room service a couple cocktails and then you'd be done Mm mm-hmm but yeah, Vegas is back. It was crazy. Did you play golf? No. No. Do there was, you? there's yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say playing golf. Uh I, I like show up. Yeah. I drive the cart and drink some beers. Yeah, we should play. Of course it's pretty sweet. I'm right good here. at that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Ooh, you
0: can bring your camera. Yeah.
1: You can get some shots <laughs> while we take shots and take shots. Cause I wanna I <clears throat> I mean as sheath grows. There's a vanity level. I don't know what it is. We got the RPG podcast, right? And yeah. Robert Patton Global. And that's me. And yeah. so and like my team suggests myself becoming more of a like influencer, you yeah. per- person and like Gary Vee. Or totally like, agree. Yeah. Yeah. And so I gotta get more footage and shots and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me doing cool shit like mm-hmm. jumping out of an airplane or something right. well, that I normally wouldn't do. I don't know. It's all about clickbait. Right. Got to get those clicks. What
0: about a dude jumping out of an airplane in his underwear in some sheath? That would be awesome. That'd be cool. Or playing golf over here in his underwear. Just in underwear? <laughs> yeah. We, I,
1: we could totally get some shots like that. Be, like just when you get to hole four when there's like nobody there. Yeah. Except that one guy. There's one guy I was driving around, the guards, The, the they like make sure you're not oh, breaking really? the rules and stuff but i'm sure he can be paid he'd be work. fine hey <laughs> yeah. real quick that you know and i want more ideas yeah. you know like cuz i was talking to my that other photographer and and like it's like present me with concepts yeah. that are dope and he actually showed me some of uh, he's like the Banksy of photography or mm-hmm. something i can't think of his name right now but he had this lady, she's walking down like in the sand dunes, and mm-hmm. there's a helicopter like right there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Her mm-hmm. hair's all flying around, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Let's do that."
0: What if we uh, one just popped into my head? Speaking of sand dunes, what if we went down to the sand dunes in Southern Colorado? Ooh,
1: yeah. We haven't done anything like, like that. A,
0: a dude in his underwear walking across the top of the dune. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm totally down for that. Okay, see see that's a great idea that is a great idea you know what I'm trying to do this is like gonna happen before I die is I'm gonna get somehow I'm gonna get a camel uh, I think there might be a place where you can like rent a camel and get him on the dunes down there Wow across the sand dunes I'm
1: trying to think of something that would be like just
0: like at sunset or sunrise you know
1: contrasty though like mm-hmm. so not
0: like a not like a camel but
1: like what's not from the desert that you could ride because a horse you can ride in the desert, an yeah, elephant you can ride yeah. in the desert, kangaroo maybe, I don't, yeah, know. I don't
0: know, rhino. But I got the shot in my head, black and white, um, super good light. Yeah, it's gonna happen.
1: And but, what? With the in, in just the guy in sheath, or just the camel yeah, by
0: itself? I was just like gonna just like have a guy have it by the reins. Yeah, know, just walk up the sand dune with just the, the, the shadow. Yeah, just ride right up the sand dune.
1: I can see it right across the peak. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Do you paint?
0: You know, funny, funny you say that. Um, no, um, it's but you're like painting a picture with cameras. It really? I mean, yeah. So my grandma, uh, Arlene King, God rest her soul, was a, a like a real deal artist, like a painter. And if I have any artistic eye, that's where I get it is from her. Mm-hmm. I think that's where, and you know, I'm, my kids are are pretty artistic too. And I remember going to her house when we were kids, you know during the summer we'd go there for a week, and she had this studio in her house and she I just very, very vividly remember her sitting there painting on a canvas and we have i we have some of her work it's so cool. she was amazing. I love that shit yeah, and I, that's kind of where I got like any kind of artistic eye I got from her. It's really cool so
1: you were already in your 40s mm. 50s mm. before yeah. you started photography yeah i was in,
0: yeah i was in my in my 40s yeah late 40s yeah. before i really figured it out you know before i'm like holy crap i can take photos
1: yeah you i, know? I mean but someone might say that kind of sucks i'm too it's
0: uh, it's too late no, it's it's too not too old and like I, okay. I i you know why even bother no 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 yeah. all, i don't feel that way at all I mean, I wish I would have learned it earlier, right? I wish right. I would have discovered this this talent earlier because when my kids were little, right? Yeah. I could have took a lot of photos uh, of them, but it's not too late. No, I know. But like one another success principle or
1: story is of uh, Colonel Sanders and mm-hmm. Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, he he retired mm-hmm. from his, at like 65. Yeah. And then he started that company. Yeah. using But he was using his retirement checks, but to like fund it. Yeah. But just the point is, it's never too late, and Why, you can create an empire.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, some people would say that, you know, being in your 50s is too late to go 160 mile an hour in a Tesla, too. Mm. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... I, I would do that.
1: Exactly. I will. And there's so much more life to live. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I feel like... I am in. I'm 43. I'm... Middle age, maybe, maybe there's life extension. Maybe I'll live to one twenty. Maybe I'm still a, a baby. I'm not I sure yet. You never
0: know with technology, right? Yeah. I mean advancements in medicine and Yeah,
1: you never know. Bio Bionics. Right. You know, like the bionic man. What the fuck? Like they say that T V becomes reality sometimes. I'm still waiting mm-hmm. for my battery pack. They I just need a little battery pack to replace my heart. Boom. Yeah, there you go. What I just figured it out. There's another people. twenty years. Yeah,
0: because
1: <laughs> I'm thinking two thousand, maybe like ten thousand years. I'd be, I'd be like, okay, I'm ready. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I've done everything. Um, now, take me, Lord.
0: I'm yeah. Ready. You know, speaking of that, that car, so I have a neighbor um, across the street in his 80s, and he's retired, obviously, uh, but he's a car guy. He works for a Mercedes dealership in Denver, and they retired, moved down here, and, and he saw my car, and he's like, yo, he goes, I have never, like, sat in a Tesla. I'm like, well, hop in. Let's go for a ride. Hell, yeah. So I take him on a pretty, I'll just say, spirited ride. And then we get north of town, and he was just giggling and cussing and laughing, and he oh, yeah. was like a little kid. It literally brought the like the little kid out in him. They're so fun. So then I I pull over and I said, "Your turn to drive back." And he goes, "Really?" Uh, and he's tall, and it was hard for him to even like get in and out of the car, right? And he's like, "All right." So just north of town here, um, he drives back, and I'm like, okay, whenever you're ready, just pin it. And he did, and he just started laughing and giggling and cussing, and he was like, oh, my God. All the way back, he just kept saying, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so it was really cool just to kind of see the little kid in him come out again, you know. So it's never too late
1: uh i I mean i when we went to the tesla dealership which is why we bought it to begin with because they put brought a tesla dealership here in colorado springs and i was like let's go for a test drive and i took my wife Mm. and the the guy the salesman or whatever was like punch it you know he's like definitely punch it and we had the x and the x is pretty uh, at least uh for the test drive Mm -hmm. is like one of the fastest Mm -hmm. faster ones and Mm -hmm. She loved it, Mm. and she was like super into it. Also, so I was like, "Well, we'll we'll get two of these. I'll take two. Thank you." (laughs) They're fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and I guess you know, it's like driving the fastest sports car you can find, like a Porsche or whatever. Mm. But you can get it at a pretty reasonable price. Do you have the autopilot? Whatever. Yeah. 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 It's got the full autopilot. Because I want to know what it's like to not have that. You know, I, I, as kinda, I heard it's pretty similar.
0: It's kind of weird. You know, we had we had kind of a um, indifferent experience. We got up, um, went over the Hoosier Pass uh, on the way to Breckenridge, you know, going up that way up Highway 9. And I was curious as to how it was going to uh, you know, interact with the twist, the switchbacks. Uh, I can tell you uh, it didn't go well. Uh, you know, it, just like we set the autopilot and it maintained the speed limit, but it didn't know what to do with the switchbacks. Yeah. It started to turn late. Next thing you know, we're heading towards the guardrail and my son kind of overtook the wheel. And, um, uh, so yeah. So it's don't still use the autopilot on switchbacks. Is yeah. The
1: message. I could see that. Oh,
0: that's it's awesome. It's it awesome.
1: is awesome. It is awesome.
0: I mean, I got stuck in Denver traffic, like rush hour traffic and I'm just like, I'll just set the autopilot and it would just work like a charm.
1: Yep. It's perfect. It's so much nicer. So less stressful. Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. you got like, let me just check my phone. <laughs> right.
0: Real quick, I'll just reply to this text.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, after like how, how long you think it is, like you can have your hand off the wheel, like 20 seconds or something? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Then you got to, you know, just touch the jiggle. One. Yeah. But full self-driving is here, I think. I mean, it's a $10,000 option, I think.
1: Okay, so I have that. Oh, you do? Yeah, but I don't know what it, I want to see what yours is like then because I heard it's pretty much the same thing. Like our full self-driving is autopilot or whatever. Cuz you you go like this, you go down twice, Down right? twice it sets autopilot. And then it'll stay in the lanes. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. you can switch lanes maybe?
0: Yeah, I think if you use the turn signal, it'll switch lanes. Well, what
1: the fuck did I buy then?
0: Um I don't know. Full self-driving is Like, I was just on my phone and it it says upgrades. So I'm like, hmm, is this like a software upgrade or what is this? I tap on upgrades and it says full self driving, $10,000. Okay,
1: I bought the $10,000 option, but I don't, all I can do is the shit you can do. And and somebody was telling me that and I'm like, no way. Why did I fucking buy full self driving? Like, I'm trying to think of something it can do that yours can't do. And I don't think there's it, it's not like it pulls me into my garage right it uh, I mean i I can do summons you can, can you do yeah, summons? I get the well summons. what the fuck? I paid the ten thousand dollars, and I don't know what for, yeah. honestly yet because I when I found out you can do. Everything I can do for
0: not paying the 10000 I mean, I'm kind of new to the platform, so I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't know what the full self-driving capabilities are, honestly.
1: I'm going to say don't buy the f- full self-driving next time then you know, to so, end out there until we figure this out because...
0: I, I joined this Tesla uh, forum, you know. Stacy's f- on there, too, probably. Yeah, and they say it's kind of a waste, but...
1: No, yeah, no. Uh, that's now, now, I think we're, I'm confirming that because you're... I, mean, I can't do anything you're saying i mean you're saying like i can you can you parallel park yeah i don't know if we can I mean, we haven't tried that i have not tried it s- either i'm scared but yeah
0: and i haven't tried the summons the summons thing I the
1: summons know. we've done but still i'm like what i guess i mean i guess the idea is that when it's fully ready yeah we have it yeah but what does that mean and when's that going to happen right because i live on a dirt road and i don't think it's going to work on
0: that yeah. i think it relies on lines in the road i don't know
1: i don't know I, well, <laughs> you need to check I this guess we, we put need, in
0: for the cause i guess you need to check into that
1: yeah i want a refund elon <laughs> yeah good luck and doge coins
0: <laughs>
1: doge are you uh are you holding are you huddling
0: no i, I you no, know, i'm i have not no
1: no you're risk averse yeah
0: right <laughs> I've so my son's a day trader. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Well, you met him. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so he's a day trader, and uh, he's all about the Bitcoin. And uh, but he's kind of like set that aside, and he's focused on, you know, traditional stocks, AMC. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into some AMC stock pretty good. Uh, on the okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're part of the. It's the doing solution. pretty well.
1: That's fun. That's good. I like the AMC. The people like uh, revolting together or, or joining forces to take on these hedge funds yeah who shorted that stock i think that's so cool yeah some people were like it's all about kicking them in the balls right a little bit they were taking advantage long enough and i'm mm-hmm. sure they made mm-hmm. billions yeah. and for them to you know lose a little bit and so the these,
0: people get some yeah so these hedge funds hate my son you know these are you know they all you know they despise people like my son right
1: what is he called Do they have like a name for mm. him
0: um I don't, it's not, in the ass?
1: yeah it's not it's not <laughs> nice, whatever it is, it's like a, like, yeah, something like a, just like it definitely a, has a negative connotation. Yeah, a yeah. negative connotation. I'm not sure what what it is, but it's, that's irrelevant, I guess. Um, we're coming up on an hour, yeah, and I, uh, you know just want to
0: see if there's anything else you want to say no uh if i can give a plug to my website that'd be cool mike tice.smug very
1: good stuff on there honestly yeah
0: yeah yeah you were on it yeah at, you perused it <clears throat> but um yeah it's fun man i have a lot of fun just uh, I, and i love shooting your models and getting out in this environment it's great i love it i just we need to do more of it and i need to come up with some more creative ideas for you
1: if you had anything to say to aspiring <clears throat> photographers, what, what what would you say?
0: Uh yeah. First thing that pops in my head is YouTube is your friend. Oh yeah. I mean that's where I learned it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean that's where I learned composition and how to make a you know, a scene interesting. So study, 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 study. Yeah. Take classes, go on YouTube. Um, you know, you don't need an expensive camera to take nice photos. Um, you know, that said, I'm now shooting $5,000 <laughs> camera, so I'm yeah. a little bit hip- hypocrite there, but, um, study YouTube, man. That's where I learned. I just kept watching video after video, after video, get to know your camera, the menu, look up your camera model on YouTube and just, you know, figure it out, learn it. Yeah, right. Exactly. you would be, I
1: guess like that just mean like you have to be obsessed. And and like, for me, when I tried to learn the camera, I was like, it's like gibberish. So mm-hmm. It wasn't for me, but if, yeah. if
0: you're, if it's for you, you'll be like into it like you are. Yeah. And then it'll become muscle memory. when you're out in the field shooting, it's just muscle memory, uh, you know, scroll wheels and menu and good, you know, just going through things, you know, as I'm looking through the view, the viewfinder at one of your models, right. I'm, I'm constantly adjusting things, you know? um f stops and iso and you know shutter speed and all that kind of stuff i'm i'm constantly adjusting that just by looking through the viewfinder and scrolling it and pretty soon it becomes muscle memory and just become used to it
1: yeah i feel like my my brothers yeah. got that going what so when you were when they published you did they were you in like a magazine or did they put you on the website
0: or both so, so it's <clears throat> it's really weird about nat geo is you can't um at the time it was on their website right um, it was just, that's where your publication resided and you never know. I mean, there was, they, they published 10 photos a day. Mm-hmm. Right? So in a, in a week, that's, that's a lot of photos just, you know, and then throughout the year, that's a lot of photos. So you, you never really know. So they have, t- they have the travelers magazine and they got the regular Nat Geo magazine that were all the yellow magazine, mm-hmm. as I call it. So, you know, I, I, I bought, you know, for months I bought both of those magazines just in <laughs> looking waiting. for my photo right yeah so i don't really know where it ever got published at because i was just not able to find it. i mean it's not like you can pick up the phone and call nat geo's editor and say yo you know you know where's my photo at
1: right, right? <laughs> and, you know i tried that's cool though yeah like just like, it being recognized that's <clears throat> yeah. really cool yeah it was so cool that and so and in, in your
0: fulfillment is met you're like there's no higher ambition for you right now other than just kidding. uh i mean I, I i don't have any like higher ambitions i mean that's the super bowl ring honestly yeah um i wouldn't mind shooting like some big sport venues you know nfl games mlb games Ooh. maybe some of that would be kind of cool
1: mm. yeah we sponsor the switchbacks mm. i don't know if you saw that we yeah have that big yeah your, your logo's
0: trainer. in out on the outfield or, or yeah. on the wall or something right
1: yeah so that that would be cool to get Maybe. some
0: cool shots. Maybe you can hook a brother up there, with uh, any, yeah. yeah, yeah, tickets to. or with shots. No, to do a photo shoot. To do a photo shoot there. Oh, for sure. That'd be cool. hmm
1: Oopsie. I'll tell my, oh. I'll tell my, my people. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, and I'll, get, I'll hype you up with your, you know, experience and whatnot. Mm. And you're, not just a. An average. Any, f- yeah, photographer. Average photographer. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to send. I'd that love to. to. That'd mike, Tice, mike Tice dot, smug mug smug mug. Mug. dot com. yeah i'll have to send them that and that, that probably will yeah. seal the deal okay well as we wrap up this is an ode to michael malice um was, what was your favorite part of this interview
0: oh i <clears throat> it was just interesting to get to know you and 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 you know see how what, you know how you view the world is interesting and it's just uh it's just fascinating to talk to people like this it's just like real discussions yeah you know what i mean yeah
1: it was fun yeah good well hopefully we'll have to do it again sometime i love it and we'll definitely be shooting some more pictures soon absolutely so thanks for coming on yeah man thank you everyone um before i go let me give a plug to ohana kava bar will you hand me that bag behind you right yeah Yeah. ohana dot com is my boy's uh kava shop online he started it as a bar in here in Colorado Springs, it's blowing up. Everyone loves it. I love it. He took it online so that people not in Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs could uh, could access it. And it's the best quality stuff. It's fun. It's like calm and relaxing, um, ceremonial. Mm. Do it with your friends. Have you tried it? No. Kava? No. Um, yeah, it's like a ceremonial beverage they do in uh, the South Pacific. You, uh, It's like...
0: I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, I'll give you
1: you a sample. I got some instant kava. And it's good for, you know, it's a good substitute for alcohol Mm. if you're getting wasted all the time and you want to just not do that. But it's kind of like you'll get a little bit of something. Um, It's a good substitute. And, um, you know, promo code SHEATH10saves10% at ohanacavabar.com. I like the tincture. It's easier. Just little drops. And it they call it a herbal Xanax. I don't wanna i am I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up here in a second, but the way Matt describes it, which I really like, he says it's like uh, the best mixture of weed, coffee, and beer because wow. it makes you it gives you energy like coffee, it makes you socially like it's a social lubricant like Alcohol and mm-hmm. like it co- chills you out like weed or whatever. I, I need to OD on that stuff. Yeah, or, yeah. I definitely need if some. You give it a shot. Yeah. Here. And that's uh, ohanakava.bar.com, kava, bar.com Thank you everyone for for joining and thank you for coming on. Yeah, right on. Thank you, man. Okay. All Appreciate right. It. Peace. We'll see you next time.